Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Tuesday, January the 23rd, 2024, and it's the third Tuesday in Ordinary Time, and our reading today is from the gospel according to St. Mark. The mother of Jesus and his brothers arrived at the house. Standing outside, they sent word to Jesus and called him. A crowd seated around him told him, Your mother and your brothers and your sisters are outside asking for you. But he said to them in reply, Who are my brother, my mother and my brothers? And looking around at those seated in the circle, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. This reading is jam-packed with stuff to talk about. It sounds like Jesus is snubbing his mother and his family members. Plus, you might be thinking, wait a minute, Jesus has brothers and sisters? Well, it's a word, and I forget the original word, but translated into English, it comes out brother and sister. But the word used in Hebrew actually could also mean neighbors and cousins and just family members in general, brothers and sisters. Um, Jesus, we believe, did not have brothers and sisters. We believe Mary is perpetually a virgin. It's actually a dogma of our faith. And But still, Jesus has family members, and Mary was traveling with them, and they there's a lot of different people we find out over time are related to Jesus and related to Mary, and some of his disciples, some of his apostles even, were believed to be distant relatives, things like that. And... Well, just a basic understanding of this reading, and Pope John Paul talked about this a great deal in some of his writings. We think Jesus, it sounds like he's snubbing his mother. Oh, my mother doesn't mean anything. What really matters is those who do the will of God. Well, at the same time that Jesus is saying blood relationships do not mean as much as the relationships that we have in the body of Christ— uh, guess what? His mother and his family members did his will. <laughs> they followed him, Mary especially. We believe she's the Immaculate Conception, so she followed him perfectly. She did his will right to the end and at all times. And so she is his mother then on numerous counts. She's also our mother on numerous counts. Mary, in fact, followed Jesus right to the cross and suffered with him while he suffered his horrible agony. And so no one really did the will of Jesus more than his mother. Similar to another reading where a woman says, blessed is the womb that bore you. Blessed are the breasts that nurse you. And Jesus says a similar thing. Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and follow it. Well, Mary did this perfectly. On the one hand, that's profound because she's fulfilling Mary's prophecy. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. She said that in her Magnificat. At the same time, yes, there's a blessedness on many levels. She's his mother, but she's also his number one follower, which is why uh, Pope John Paul said in 1987 in Redemptoris Mater, Mother of the Redeemer, that Mary's greatest dignity is not her motherhood of Jesus, as was believed by many people over the ages, but rather it's what Jesus says. It's her doing his will. It's her staying at the cross. It's her enduring the passion with Jesus. It has far greater merit. 
Um, so we could say so much more about Mary. I mean, Mary gave birth to us at the cross, so therefore she has uh, labor pains for you and me being born spiritually. So much we can say about it. But another person we could say did the will of God is our saint for the day, St. Marianne Cope. Uh, Mar- St. Marianne Cope followed St. Damien in going to Molokai, uh, the island off of Hawaii, where there were lepers. It was a leper colony. They sent the lepers out there to live and to die. And they asked a priest one day, will anyone go and give them their sacraments? And Father Damien immediately volunteered. And by volunteering, he was saying, I'm going to die with these people. I'm going to go. I'm going to minister to them until I get leprosy and die. And St. Marianne Cope was saying the same thing when she went there later to minister to these people. So when we talk about being brother and sister to Jesus, it means family. And this is the ultimate act of familial love to say, I'm going to serve you even if it kills me. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to love you right to the end, even if I die from it. This is one great sign of a calling par excellence, that I'm willing to do this to the end. God has called me to this. God is inspiring me. God is giving me the grace, and I'm going to give my all for it. So that's just a very brief little synopsis of the life of St. Marianne Cope, another American saint. And as we consider this, what Jesus is saying, doing his will. You know, a lot of people think that they're good Christians and good Catholics. And, you know, I'm not judging an individual. I'm just speaking in generalities here, which we're allowed to do. We're allowed to judge things. We're just not allowed to judge people. But I know there's many, many people out there who consider themselves very good Christians, good Catholics, because they're related to other Catholics. I've heard so many people say, at least a few people over time say, well, I know I'm going to heaven because my wife prays a lot. (laughs) And yeah, there could be some truth to that because the man in question, his wife is praying for him and for his soul and for his conversion. Um, But yes, we do not get to heaven simply because we are related to someone. We do not get to heaven simply because we show up at church once in a while. Or because, I mean, oh, so many times I've heard, well, I deserve this special consideration for my wedding or for my father or mother's funeral because 40 years ago, some family member helped to build the, the bell tower. Well, that's all well and good that you know somebody and you're related to somebody that donated money years ago. But a place in the kingdom of heaven, and it's not just a place in the kingdom, it's literally being called brother, sister, mother to Jesus. See, we go to extremes here. There's either heaven or hell. And heaven means I'm close to Jesus. I'm family with Jesus. And that begins now through our choices. You and I, we can choose to be close to Jesus. We can choose to follow him with all our hearts and all our being and all our strength. And if we're making that choice and we're staying close to him, then yes, we become brother, sister, mother, father, son, daughter, etc., good friend. We become all of it to Jesus. And so we really can be as close to Jesus as we want. When you think about it, I mean, we have to do his will. Doing his will, what does that mean? Following the commandments, following the precepts of the church. That's a negative thing. You know, we don't want to break the commandments, 
But then on the positive side, doing the things that Jesus asks us to do, feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, clothing the naked, sheltering the homeless. Are we doing these things? And using the gifts that we've been given, in one of my classes I was teaching today, we were talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. If I were to say to a group of kids, all right, pick your superpower, everybody gets a superpower. You know, they got excited when I said it. Okay, one wants to fly, one wants to run fast, etc. Well, that's what confirmation is. God gives us superpowers from the Holy Spirit. There's the gifts that everybody gets, wisdom and courage and right judgment, fear of the Lord, piety, counsel, knowledge. We receive the gifts in general. There's the fruits of the Spirit too, love and joy and peace, self-control, generosity, kindness, meekness. And then there's charisms. We receive charism so that we can be like Jesus, so that we can carry on his work. And you know, when people are so close, as Jesus is inviting us to, we start to resemble the people that we're close to. We resemble our family members. Jesus said we will do even greater things than he did during those three years of his public ministry. So this is why we hear stories of people praying over others and they're healed. People praying over others and they're delivered from demons. People praying over others and there's prophecy. And the prophecy is true and it's helpful to the person to hear the prophecy that's being spoken over a person. God gives us charisms. God gives us superpowers to do his work, to maybe counsel people in need of it, to encourage people, to uh, sometimes we're given special charisms for the young, for the old, for poor people, for sick people, for people in prison. Everybody has their different charisms. If they want to, we can be as close to Jesus as we want. He has a will for each one of our lives. He has a plan. And it's for us to discern that plan, to pray, spend time in prayer, draw close to Jesus, ask him, show me the Lord, show me the way, Lord, what is it you want me to do? And then we become brother, sister, mother to Jesus, which will then live on for all eternity, that we're just that close to God. There is no in-between with God. We're either eternally separated from him or we are eternally joined to him so that we are so extremely close. And that's why we love that we have Mary because Mary's praying for us for this, but also she's the model of it. You know, if we die with him, we will rise with him. When Jesus says, take up your cross and when Jesus also says, place your yoke upon my shoulders, he's the Messiah, he's the savior, but he asks us to be united with him in his work so that then he can carry us to where he wants us to go, to where we want to go, which is hopefully to heaven and just being close to him, being with him for all eternity. So let us continue on our journey to the Lord. Let us strive to be mother, father, sister, brother to Jesus. We can be as close to Jesus as we want. Have a great day. God bless you.